a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources, Utah's source for exclusive access and insights behind the news. Here's the opinion page editor of the Deseret News, Boyd Matheson, on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM at 1160 AM. Welcome back, everyone. Great to be with you today. And if you happen to miss our last segment, this is one of those podcasts you want to go back, either go to the website or uh, go to the uh, Any Hour Services KSL News Radio app. Uh, we just finished up uh, just a, a great conversation with Utah State Supreme Court Chief Justice Matthew Durant, uh, who is uh, doing some extraordinary things uh, from the bench. And uh, in particular, uh, he has proposed that the, the court system serve as a convener uh, of all the stakeholders to better coordinate efforts and identify the gaps. He kept talking about these gaps in the system where the needs of people suffering from mental illness are not being met. I think that's such a fantastic model and really appreciated the Chief Justice spending some time with us in studio today. So if you missed that, go uh, catch that on our podcast as we go through the day today. Now we're going to pivot to technology, Silicon Slopes. The Tech Summit is underway and ongoing, and uh, covering it live is uh, Herb Scribner from the Deseret News. Herb, thanks for joining us today. Hey, boy, can you uh, can hear me okay? I'm, you know, there's a lot of noise over here. A lot. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure it's a pretty raucous crowd uh, over there. And uh, obviously some, some interesting guests, uh, Mark Zuckerberg uh, making an appearance there. A host of other industry liter- leaders are there. What is, the, uh, what is the early conversation? What kind of themes are you sensing uh, coming out of this tech summit today? Yeah, so I think, um, you know, education has been a big theme today. There's been a couple of different speakers who have talked about the importance of Utah and Utah's education. Um, and then, obviously, a big one is uh, disruptive innovation. Um, the CEO of Traeger Grills came. Uh, he replaced the um, the head of NASA, who was kind of uh, delayed by a, an airplane issue. Um, he's okay, don't worry. But anyway, so CEO of Traeger Grills talked about it. And then just now, um, Clinton Betts, the executive director of the Silicon Slopes, um, group. They, uh, he just talked about Clayton Christensen and disruptive innovation and those are kind of the big themes so far. Uh, that's uh, and I'm so glad that they they are uh, paying uh, a little honor there to Clayton Christensen, uh, really the father of disruptive innovation, who passed away uh, last week, late last week. Uh, his funeral is scheduled for Saturday uh, back in Boston. Uh, his work at Harvard on disruptive innovation, I think, has led many of those tech companies to where they are. Uh, in terms of breaking molds and getting things out of the way uh, so that they could innovate, uh, that innovation is a byproduct of getting all of the unnecessary stuff out of the way uh, so you can you can move forward. 
Uh, as, as you're going around there, uh, Herb, and some of these themes, obviously Utah is playing an outsized role uh, in the tech space uh, with our Silicon Slopes. Uh, tell us a little bit about what you're hearing on that front. Yeah, I think people are um, they're talking a lot about you know Utah being a great place to live, Utah being a great environment, and Utah's on the on the forefront of being the uh, you know like right now the country's in this kind of like. Uh, industrial revolution kind of a thing and, and Utah has become this like nexus point where you're seeing kind of influence of tech and then how tech is also spreading education at Utah is just being this on the forefront. I think there are a lot of places that have technology and have like embraced tech companies. But Utah is one that's like embracing it but then also leading the charge as we move forward. So a lot of people are talking about that. Um and how you can kind of like Christian Clayton Christensen said, you know, there's this idea of deciding what you stand for and stand for it all the time. And they're kind of using that uh, message to kind of say, okay, Utah, you're standing for tech, you're standing for education. Now what are you going to do to make sure you're doing that as we progress and as years go on? So it's pretty interesting to hear most of that. Yeah, and it's, and it's so great to, to, again, see that this is, uh, I believe this is part of the next wave of, of Utah, not just being a crossroads to the West, but a crossroads to the world uh, and the innovation, as you said, Herb, that it's it's not just innovation alone. It's education, it's community, it's livability. Uh, it, it's really that free market economy uh, combined with these institutions of civil society where even these tech companies are really giving back and being involved in the community. That seems to be an important part of the conversation as well. Yeah, and there's a lot of talk, too, about, you know, there's talk here about Utah's birth rate and how and the big families that Utah has and how Utah has this unique opportunity to, like, spread its influence on multiple people. And, you know, this isn't like New York City where you're going to have, like, you know, really high number of salaries with a low amount of families. It's big families, uh, maybe more conservative salaries, but you're, you're able to influence more people that way. Um, that's just what some of the speakers have been talking about, at least. Um, so it's been interesting to hear just like how the things we see every day, Boyd, you and I, you know, we see these things every day in Utah, but it's interesting to hear people talk to tech leaders from Utah, from California, from Washington state that, uh, are hearing some of these things and, and taking, taking note of it. Yeah. I think it's such a, a great window in window out moment, uh, for the state. Uh, I know many of the, uh, uh, the leaders from Utah back in Washington uh, are heavily involved uh, with their colleagues here in the tech sector. Uh, I know Senator Mike Lee, who is stuck along with uh, Senator Romney on the floor of the United States Senate right now. Uh, they've both been heavily involved in that. I know Senator Lee was uh, instrumental in getting Mark Zuckerberg uh, to come. And then you mentioned uh, from NASA uh, uh, Mr. Bridenstine, uh, who used to be a member of the House, uh, both of those are good friends of the of Senator Mike Lee. I think he's doing introductions uh, there for Mr. Zuckerberg. Uh, but it's interesting that we do have a, uh, a a group in Congress that are very tech savvy. Uh, not just that they're up to date, uh, but they're also heavily involved in terms of uh, rules and regulations, things that can help those businesses thrive. Yeah, and there's and there's been some there was. Um uh, you know, Brad Wilson uh, was here and some other local uh, Utah politicians were here and they were talking about how um, a lot of it, though, like it seems like it's like the tech leaders influence all that. A lot of it also stems from policymakers. And uh, so and, and having policymakers here, lawmakers here shows that there's a committed effort that way also to kind of like, you know, grow tech and grow education and, and help the next generation. 
Um, and that's one thing I've noticed with Silicon Slopes, especially, is that, like, it does seem that there's, like, this political um, influence and there's just, there's just politicians and lawmakers, like, embracing it, um, which helps, like, everything progress, right? So um, it's interesting that way. Yeah, fascinating stuff. If you're just joining us, we've got Herb Scribner uh, live on the line from Silicon Slopes from the uh, Tech Summit 2020. Uh, out there uh, giving us some insight on what's going on. And, uh, Herb, we got just a couple minutes left, but uh, you're always uh, the guy that's watching trends for us uh, and, and what the the buzz is out there. Uh, obviously, we've got a Super Bowl coming up, and since this is my last show before the Super Bowl, I uh, thought we better weigh in on, on what's going on. Uh, what are you seeing? What are the trends as it relates to rolling into another Super Bowl Sunday? Yeah, well, uh, I think the the, ma- the winner of the Super Bowl is, is uh, money or the economy. Um, you know, American consumers, like, they're going to spend, like, I think it's, like, somewhere $17.2 billion to wow. enjoy the Super Bowl. Like, that's huge money. Um, it seems like there's, like, an like average spending is around, like, $88. Um, and, like, you know, uh, 11% of that's going to be on merchandise. Um, so that's interesting that way. Um, and then this, this is actually, uh, this is interesting, less than half, so like only 47% of men and are, are saying that, uh, the, that the game itself is more important than the event or is the most important part of the event. So it's interesting that like less than half see the, the actual game, which is like what is centered around being the most important part. Um, and then on the flip side, you have 20% of women saying the commercials are the most important part compared to 13% of men. That's kind of interesting, too, to see the, the difference there. I'm all about the commercials, but I also like the game, too. So, you know, and, I'm, and, I'm there for it. There you go. And it should be a good one. We've got a, a lot of nice Utah connections there, former BYU players. Of course, you have Andy Reid uh, coaching the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, I guess I have to get you on the spot here, Herb, because we are recording this. It will be podcast later. Uh, what is your prediction for the game? Not the commercials, not the halftime show. Prediction for the game. Okay, I was, you know, I was going to ask you that too. So I want your prediction. Um, I'm going to say I'm going to give it a. I'm going to give it Chiefs. I'm going to give the Chiefs the win, um, but it's going to be close until the fourth quarter, and then Patrick Mahomes is going to go off and uh, just get the win. Um, that's what I see. What do, what do you see, Boyd? I'm going to go Chiefs by twelve. Chiefs by twelve, and oh, I think okay. I think you're right. It'll right. be close, and then there's going to be a, a breakout moment. Uh, the Chiefs just uh, get that momentum rolling, and they are tough to stop. So, All right, that's Herb Scribner joining us live from Silicon Slopes. The Tech Summit is underway. Uh, great insight there, a great connection to our business community and our uh, political folks. And this really is why Utah is poised to be not just the crossroads to the West, but the crossroads to the world. Thanks for covering that for us, Herb. Yeah, thanks. Anytime. All right, we'll go ahead and step aside. Final break. When we come back, we're going to talk about what it takes to be in the fingerprint business. You don't want to miss it. Stay with us on KSL News Radio.